I'm just calling to say hi to you. Are you okay? I hope you're okay. Always take care and stay away of trouble, okay? Love you. Bye. Listening to KZAA LP Santa Barbara 96.5 FM Gaza. Yo, what up, dude? We got San Jose on the radio station phone line or what? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Um, all right, hang tight real quick. Uh, radio listeners, you're listening to KZAA 96.5 FM. You're listening to Your Life in America. One more thing I'll say, as I said earlier, DM me on Instagram if you want to join the show for the last 10 minutes. Give me your... Uh, predictions for the home run derby tonight and i'll read them on the air at your life in america 96.5 fm home run derby predictions um i'll talk about that at the end of the show um streaming listeners what's up thanks for tuning in thanks for supporting thanks for listening um and everybody on the radio you just heard that rock block right now made by the guests of today's show streaming listeners you can hear that at the end of the show um Man, I've got to interview some of my favorite bands this year and recently, uh, and it really means a lot. It's really cool. So I'm like super honored, grateful um, to be joined by Brandon from Big Boy on the line right now. Brandon, what's up? How are you doing this evening? I'm chilling, man. Just hanging out. It's an honor to be a part of this show as well. I've seen all the other guests you've had uh, on this on the show, and it's it's truly an honor to be a part of this as well. Uh, thanks for thanks for checking out the archive, man. I appreciate it. Um, this one's like this one's pretty special to me though, because I'm like a I'm a huge Big Boy fan, like just like uh, in a lot of different ways, you know. Lyrically, like Big Boy means a lot to me, so this is uh, this is really cool. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you as well, man. Where are you calling from right now? I'm in um, beautiful San Jose, California, the best city uh, in the United States, man. That's what's up. <laughs> hey, California first, California forever, man. Always, yeah, always. Every time I travel in, within California, I see similarities. So I have such a strong appreciation for every part of California, seriously. Yeah, same here. I, I agree. Um, if it's California, whether it's the top or the bottom of California, north or south, I'm, I'm with it, you know? Same man, same. Um, so, do you want to tell us a little bit about the playlist you made? I noticed that uh, the last or one of the songs, which one was it? Had the sample from the Big Boy song. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, the mic. Uh, I don't have it in front of me now. Whatever that song was. Yeah, man. I just threw that in there just to see if anyone else would catch that. It's just um, just the songs um, I uh, compiled were some cool, like easy listening songs that I I feel like the listeners of Big Boy should um, check out and enjoy because it's uh, stuff that inspires me or the people that help us do this. So yeah, just wanted to throw that in there and see if anyone. Uh, would catch that <laughs> yeah i definitely caught it i was listening to it i was like oh all right that's where that's from i uh yeah it's cool that the playlist was like what it was because listening to big boy music i can definitely tell that it's not just like a straight up like everything is hardcore influenced by hardcore you know just like sure i get that vibe from it for sure i would i would go as far as saying the majority of influences Outside of like um, structurally, the, uh, that big boy pulls from is is not hardcore. So to um, be able to apply those things to the music we write is 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 great. For sure, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I love when it's interesting because I always have the guest of the show make the playlist, you know. And sometimes, like, I'm like, all right, 20 minutes, no profanity. Like, so sometimes people are like. Oh, all right, let me see what I can do. But most people don't pick hardcore music, you know, unless yeah. they're like trying to put on for their scene or something or like newer bands. But a lot of times people, you know, it's like it's it's really cool to see what people are listening to outside of like fast, heavy, loud music, you know? Yeah, man, I, I, I personally don't really care for profanity in music. So like all of our songs don't have any profanity in it. Uh, on stage is a different story, but <laughs> recording, like, I want anyone to be able to enjoy the music. So there's there's no profanity in any of our music. It's it's FCC appropriate then. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about that, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> I never thought about that. Um, yeah, man. That's awesome. So you're calling from San Jose and thanks for sharing about the playlist. Um, like the streaming listeners, like I said, you can hear that at the end of the episode. Radio listeners, you just heard it. If you're just tuning in, uh, you're listening to Your Life in America, 96.5 FM. We're talking to Brandon from Big Boy. Um, all right, before we get into more stuff, the most important question I have for you is uh, when is the first seltzer show? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, what's on the, that's what's on the front of my mind right now. Dude, man, um, I don't know. Uh, maybe sometime within the next uh, two months, hopefully. Um, for anyone that's listening that doesn't know what Seltzer is, it's it's just a small project that me and a couple friends are uh, trying to do. It's it's just like rock, alternative rock music, and um, it's kind of hard to to meet up and do stuff because we're all so busy. But we're trying to find some time within this next month to figure out how to play the songs together and hopefully the month after august um maybe try to attempt our first show that's what's up um yeah tony from bent blue put me like like after we saw you guys in san diego he's like oh yo this is brandon's other band he, he sent it to me check it out and like it's really good man like i won't turn this into like a seltzer interview <laughs> but i've been listening to it like all week long and um that's the type of music that just makes you feel good inside. Sick, man. Yeah, glad to hear that. I would have put some, uh, I put a song on the playlist, but there's there's some profanity in, <laughs> yeah. in, in that, so yeah, uh, I had to I had to stray away from that one. No, it's all good. Um, but yeah, strongly recommend anyone listening to check out Seltzer. Um, yeah, I'll be listening. That's like a straight summer record right there. Hell yeah, it re- it really is, man. It makes me feel good too listening to it. I want to be your Beach Boys, a straight summertime banger, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I love that song. Um, all right. So, but again, I won't turn this into an interview about your other band. <laughs> well, I'll definitely be looking out for the first show and um, maybe travel up to see it because um, I'm, I'm loving that record a lot. Okay. So you sing in Big Boy. Um, who are the other members of the band, if you don't mind sharing? Big Boy is me on vocals. Um, our guitarist, his name is Adrian. Our, he, he sings in this other band called Eightfold Path. Um, Joseph Alfonso, he's our bassist. He plays, uh, he plays in a bunch of bands, but he's the vocalist for Tsunami. Um, and our drummer, his name is Keone. He has drummed in some bands in San Jose, um, along, he, he was in bands with Joseph as well. And um, we have a guy, his name is Jose. He fills in for us. He's like a permanent fill-in. And he plays uh, bass or guitar in our band sometimes. But he plays bass in Extinguish. Those are the other members. Or those are all the members in our band. Nice, that's what's up. Um, shout out to Eightfold Path, too. They played in Oxnard once before, and they're awesome. Check that band out. And then uh, and then you guys had Chanch fill in on bass in San Diego, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chanch <laughs> that was is, sick. He's... He was just a um, like a big boy fan since the beginning, man. And um, we ha- were having some like issues with getting some people down to that show in San Diego. And I just like hit him up, and he was so excited to play for us. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, I kind of wanted to ask you like what you can share about what you guys have planned for the summer. You know, coming months. I know you're playing that big uh, showcase triple B days thing in September. You're playing Sound and Fury. Um, yeah, just any other stuff you want to share about that you like currently happening with the band you got coming up? Um, I know you had a vinyl and some merch just come out. Yeah. Um, okay. So other than Sound and Fury at the end of this month, we're playing a show with Speed um, the day after um, in the Bay Area. So we're going to have to head straight up here after. And um, I think from that time to the showcase, we're not really doing anything. So that's when I, I thought it would have been a good time to try to do a seltzer show but after after um the showcase in the east coast the triple b day streets of hate showcase um we don't really have uh much lined up we have um, some offers that we're still trying to to figure out or like uh see if we can do 
but um, we have stuff at the end of the year that has yet to be announced, but is really exciting, and some stuff in the beginning of next year that's exciting. But hopefully, during the time that we don't have any shows, uh, we're able to record um, some new music. We we have that planned, so look out for for some something new soon. Nice, can't I can't wait, man. I I'll be more than stoked for some new big boy jams. Um, Dude, yep. And so, yeah, are you, or oh, I wanted to ask you about, uh, well, you just did a, a, before you did the Mind Force show, you played um, a, a little run where you played like Pomona and stuff, right? For, um, oh yeah, that was with NHI and uh, Dundeal, two San Jose bands as well. Sick, how, how was that run? You guys played in some cool spots for sure. It was, it was awesome, man. We did the Gilman, and the, for those of you that don't know what the Gilman is, it's like this OG punk venue in the East Bay, and I would say like it's as punk as it gets, right? And sure. there there wasn't a hardcore show there for a really long time, and I, I think that show may have been like the first real hardcore show back, which was which was awesome. And um, to play that spot was surreal. It was just like, uh, it felt like a, a reawakening of some sort for like the scene, I suppose. And it was good. That show, Fresno was really cool. Fresno was like in some random warehouse, like in the middle of nowhere. We pulled up, there must have been like five or six people there outside. And then I like look away and I look back and inside the venue, there must be like 200 something people there. I was like Dang, very surprised. You know? <laughs> it was really fast. But um, yeah, that and then Pomona, which was awesome. I I noticed that a lot of people I was meeting in, um, in LA and like the Valley were telling me that they were all from the IE. Nice. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I really want to play a show in the IE. I, I visit the IE every once in a while for some personal stuff and to be able to finally play there was was pretty cool too. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I grew up in the IE. I grew up in Corona, which is oh sick, man. Yeah, we had the Showcase Theater, which was like the coolest, the only cool thing we ever had. But <laughs> um, yeah, I got a lot of love for the IE, and that's cool. And Fresno too. Like I noticed bands are are going out and playing Fresno, and you know Fresno, Pomona. Those aren't like usual stops, so that's really cool. And yeah, Gilman is a legendary place. And I bet you, I bet you it popped off for you guys up there for sure. It was, it was awesome, man. Yo, Big Boy Live is crazy, dude. <laughs> it's so much it's, fun. Like I, I, I knew about you guys, and then um, I was running sound at the. I think it was like the first time you guys played in the 805 at the CFF, and I was doing sound that night, and that was kind of that was the first time I saw you guys live, and I was, and I was like, man, this band's so sick. And then uh, I, and then I started listening to you guys like religiously, and then saw you at Jag. And it's just like the energy at a big boy show is like, it's just crazy, dude, because the, I think it's like the music is, is, I think I can say it's like pretty, it's not like really technical, you know, like, but it's yeah, just got like, definitely that, not. it's, but it's, but it's got that good, like hardcore sound, but it's just like the one liners and lyrically people are just like climbing on top of each other and just like singing their hearts out, man. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, so I, awesome. I'm I'm surprised every time I play a show. Seriously, it's like not it, it, it like surpasses my expectations every time we do play a new show. And to see the amount of people that know the songs, it's it's it feels surreal to me. You know, really. For sure, yeah. If you haven't seen Big Boy live, you got to go and check it out. Um, it's definitely an experience, and um, yeah, we, me and some of my friends went up to Seattle for JAG, and we were all really excited to see you guys. And then we saw, like, 20 or 30 other kids, like, singing along and going crazy, too. We were like, hell yeah, it was epic. Yeah, man. It, that, that show was great, too. Yeah. And then you guys really, like, like kicked off Rapid Fest like crazy. Like, when you guys played that set at Rapid Fest, it was, like, 0 to 100 in, like, 10 seconds. I was like, damn, oh, yeah, let's man. go. That was sick. That was one of my favorite shows we've ever played. I met a lot of good people that that day as well. For sure. Um, and then, yeah, if you want to share, I know you guys just uh, put out your spring promo on vinyl and uh, put out the jersey. Is that a that's a Corolla on the front, huh? It's a Toyota Camry, man. Oh, it's, it's a Camry. It's, uh, okay, that's what's yeah. up right there. <laughs> um, and if you want to just share a little about, like, um, if people can get where people can get those vinyl, or if there's any merch left or anything. 
Um, other than the Days Web Store, Days is the label that put out our first vinyl, the 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 um the spring promo, the most recent release. Um, I'm not sure if they they have any more left. They may they may have a few more left on the site. We have a hand, um a few amount, a few a small amount of vinyls on hand that we're going to be selling at Sound and Fury, and um. We do a uh, tape with this label, small label called Biased, uh, out of Long Beach, and they are doing our spring promo as well. They did the winter promo we did uh, like two years ago, and we're doing a sprint, the, the spring promo. That's going to be on sale at Sound and Fury as well. Nice. But will you, will yeah, you guys we have jerseys at Sound and Fury? No, I don't think so. That was like um, special for like the, the vinyl release online. So um, we're, we're going to have some cool stuff at Santa Fury, but not, not that jersey, unfortunately. For sure. Um, can, you, can you share about how you came up with the name Big Boy for the band? If there's any like meaning behind that? Hmm, Big Boy. Um, <laughs> it's a sick the name. name <laughs> the name, okay, exactly. Like the name was cool. We're like, oh yeah, like we want to make a band. We didn't have any music yet. We're like the band, I want a cool name. You know what's a cool name? Big Boy is a cool name. It yeah. just sounds, it sounds tough, you know? So yeah. the name came first and the music came second. And the people that, that are in the band with me, like we just always like conspire and have these like, random cool ideas and this one is the one that uh, like we kind of just took as far as we could nice that's awesome um and then i wanted to ask you if you if you ever listen to the radio or if you ever listened to the radio in the past oh yeah man I i'm a big radio listener nice. here in the it. in the bay I love um, college radio. I actually did an interview with another college radio station around here, which is which was cool. I love the radio and I love community, and I just like want to be a part of it as much as I can, you know. So yeah, man. There's a, there's a legendary radio station out of the bay. It's called uh, KFJC eighty nine point seven Foothill College. It's like super super duper old, but when I first moved to the bay. I was just hooked and I couldn't stop listening to it like all times of the day and, and night. I would listen to it like at midnight and yep. you would just hear the craziest stuff at midnight. And <laughs> yep. I just fell in love with it, man. Dude, that's so cool, man. That's so, I love to hear that because I, um, you know, we're not, there is a college station um, close to here, but we're, uh, so Casa de la Raza is the community center here. It's like a, I mean, like the Ramones have played here. It's like an OG, like community center. Um, lots of punk and hardcore history. They've had a radio station for a long time, and so that's that's this station. So uh, it's very community grassroots community radio. So I'm glad that you have some like history with that because that makes this interview cooler, you know? Yeah, man. I, like like I said, it's an honor to be a part of this, and I I don't say that to to everything. I like I like the idea of being able to contribute to something like like this, you know. For sure. Um, and if you're just tuning in on radio, happy Monday. If you're driving home on the 101, wherever you're at, uh, you're listening to KZAA 96.5, listening to Your Life in America. Um, if you're just tuning in, you can catch the streaming version of this show at 6:30. Um, and we're talking to Brandon from Big Boy, a band out of San Jose. Um, so are you a fan of any Bay Area sports teams? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to get flamed for this, but I don't, I don't watch sports, man. That's okay. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's not, not everybody does, but I was just curious. I, like, I, lo I love the culture, and I love like, the aesthetics. And there's certain sports teams that I love their fans. Like I love Raider fans from Oakland. Oh, yeah. And I love... I love Sharks fans. I own like a bunch of stuff that are Sharks and Raiders colors and not nothing it has nothing to do with the sports team and their history, but just like I just I just gravitated to those two like colors that I really enjoy. Yeah, the Sharks colorway is awesome. The aqua I love aqua and black and silver. Oh yeah. It it's awesome. it is awesome. Yeah, no, I mean that's I feel like in, in like music, especially in hardcore a lot of bands will rip sports logos or because you know sports team is like representing their 
region and a lot of hardcore bands are representing their region too so they kind of go hand in hand you know sure yeah you know what um so we have this logo shirt that we always make um whenever we play certain areas that we've never played like like jag for example we played we played tacoma and we did a colorway that was the same as the seattle seahawks nice it was it was like blue and green and and when we played Detroit, we did um like a Detroit Tigers colorway. It was blue and orange. And we've done like a Sharks colorway here. We've done a bunch of like, I did like a, a brown and yellow Padres color shirt in San Diego when we went down to San Diego. And I, you know, I'm not sure if anyone caught it, but we, we've been, I've been doing that just to kind of like um, show appreciation for the different areas that we get to play, you know? For sure. We need the, we need the Dodger blue big boy, Dude. Man. <laughs> the iconic Dodger blue. um but i wanted to ask you about going to detroit and playing tied down that was a really like epic lineup um how how was how was it playing tied down it was awesome man i um never been to detroit i've never um i've never really had a reason to to go to detroit so we got invited out to play um the after show of, of one of the nights and it was it was cool we got to go to the actual fest too and that was a good experience everyone that threw the show was like really hospitable everyone that i met who i, who I haven't met prior was really cool it was it was an overall good experience i typically am a little too like overwhelmed and stressed out about like something bigger like that or like tra- traveling and playing something like that but the experience of going to Detroit and and just doing everything that whole weekend was it was pleasant it, it was great. That's awesome. Was was there some big boy? Was there a handful, good amount of big boy fans out there? Oh yeah, man. There were there were people wearing big boy merch. So Dang. um, a lot of the people there were like psyched to see us. Maybe not psyched to see us at one in the morning because <laughs> it was an after show. <laughs> oh, that's right. But, that's right. Yep. But it was it was still cool. Like a lot of people from out there were asking us to go back, like for a normal show. They were coming up to me while I was selling merch at like the actual fest, and they they just were they already knew who we were. So I was I was grateful that um, they they wanted to show love and and support that way. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, <clears throat> all right, can you you don't have to share this, but I'm curious if you know or or how or where. Or who coined the term RBS? Oh, yeah, man. Um, RBS was uh, coined and used, uh, I want to say, like, the first show that we played, it was us, Tsunami, and Foghorn, also their first shows. It was, like, uh, the RBS show. Everyone knows, like, the RBS show as that really big outdoor one mm-hmm. that, like, like, thousands of people went to, but... The first RBS show was was that one we played. It was like a Halloween show. It was all our first show, and um, I think that the the term RBS was was uh, coined by the vocalist of Foghorn, who's also the vocalist. And um, it just kind of stuck, man. It was like uh, I I don't know exactly why it came to like fruitation, but it just it just like started there and just didn't stop, you know. For sure. For sure. For those listening that don't, RBS stands for Real Bay Stuff. I can't say what it really stands for on the radio, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and so if you want to share a little bit about, so I know Big Boy was, was, was you know, started, your first release was before the pandemic. Um, if you want to just share a little bit about like when and how exactly the band started. Sure. Um the band started um, shortly after our first show. I don't, I can't tell you exactly why or how it started, but Joseph and Keone, I, I, I used to hang out with them like every day. Like w- since then, like, like we've kind of moved around and it's, yeah, I don't see them as much as I used to, but um, yeah, those, those guys are my best friends, man. We just like, uh, we've been in bands prior together that like some that never really took off, but, um, I, I guess it was just time to start another one and we didn't, um, really expect to start something, but after all the ideas came rolling in and get the, our guitarist Adrian, um, we started hanging out with this guy a lot more too. It just, it just happened. It just worked out. We had a deadline. We knew when the first show was going to be. So we really wanted to like write some songs, record them, then play them for that show. Nice. That's really cool. So was that Halloween show in uh, 2019? 
Yeah, 2019. Okay. It's like, you know what? I think that show, not a lot of people know about this, but like they, they see it on YouTube. It's like a, a video of Tsunami playing a house. That's like the show. That was the show that we all, all played. Okay. That was, that was the OG RBS show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. And when and when you guys started like writing music and jamming and stuff, did you have any as far as like sound wise? Like, did you have anything specific in mind that you that you kind of were going for? Um, not. I mean, I think if you listen to enough hardcore, you could kind of tell. You can re- you can see similarities of our band and and, uh in some bands not that old but like maybe around the era i started going to hardcore shows like 15 years ago or so um we don't really have like a sonic direction but there's definitely certain things that we want to hear in in our songs and um like you were saying earlier our music is simple we some of these dudes in in my band like they play in bands that are crazy they sound crazy like really loud really complex like i think our what we have going um is it doesn't really display that like and it doesn't show their their like talents that they have in these other bands but we decided that this is the type of music that we want to play for this band and it just it just works out you know it just it just works well totally yeah because it's not it's cool because the reason i ask that is because it's not like the average hardcore sound that's coming out right now and especially in the last couple of years you know it's like it's you know it's a lot last now in the last couple of years it's like a lot of really heavy stuff and a lot of like not that big boy's not heavy um but just like those <laughs> just like those slow drum and bass parts like i love that dude <laughs> you know what i mean and um, yeah man and it's it's simple but it's like very powerful um I when I first started listening to Big Boy it reminded me of Cold World a lot. I was wondering sure, if you yeah. had any Cold World influence at all. <laughs> that's that's the number one band that we get like um referenced to, you know. But um that's that's a that's a huge compliment because that's one of my favorite hardcore bands. And we get to play with them Sound of Fury this year Dude, too, which is even even more awesome, you know. That's gonna be such an epic day, man. So many The other <clears throat> sorry to cut you off. No, what were you go ahead. Say? No, go ahead. I was gonna say the other band that we like have a lot of inspiration from is also playing the fest too. So <laughs> it's just like a full circle moment for us, man, to be able to like be a part of this and 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 it, you know people love it, which is great. You know, I'm 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 so appreciative of it. For sure, I imagine you're maybe talking about Trapped Under Ice. I, dude, I mean that's a band that we look up to, but yeah. the other band I was I was um I was talking about is Soul Search. Like a lot. Oh, of people, okay, yeah, for sure. You know, they'll 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 bring that name up and man i love that band so much yeah so (laughs) yeah back in when i soul search is from well their drummers from the same town i grew up in um and i remember when they like first first became a band um i would say it's like maybe like 2007 or 8 and um like the the reception of them coming back and playing is like so huge it's really awesome to see um yeah soul search rocks that that band has a lot of um like importance to me man like that's like one of the first bands that i saw i saw like a bunch of brown dudes on stage and was like wow like i could be like that that's cool like i want to i want to look like that you know what i mean that's awesome yeah but um what was i gonna say oh yeah i was fortunate enough to be able to see him come back um at that 1720 show in la and that that experience man was like so uh life-changing again you know that's awesome i I used to like go to every single show there's in the bay area when they would play but man like to see them again i felt like i was like 17 or 18 years old again dude it was so sick yeah no that's a that's a great feeling i let's see i'm 31 so i'm guessing we're like close to the same age and um there's some bands (laughs) there's some bands uh like the like the band Mortar Pride from LA, um, mm-hmm. just bands bands that I saw when I was younger. They've come back and played some shows, and I I feel the same way. It's like it's a really there's bands like that that are just special to you, you know, and it just never yeah, never goes away. I agree. I agree. Um, do you remember your first the first like real hardcore show you ever went to? The first real hardcore show I ever went to. Um, there was a local show. I uh, grew up in the area. I grew up um, like an hour and a half east of the Bay Area. And um, the only hardcore that was happening there, which I didn't know was even hardcore at the time, was like at this um, this coffee shop near like my house. 
And I used to like ride my skateboard everywhere and I happened to like find this place and I was just telling this story to some people um, a couple of days ago, but I just happened to be in this space and this guy gave me a flyer and was like, hey, like you should come back here next week. There's going to be a show here. I'm like, oh, cool. Like uh, I want to go check it out. And it happened to be a hardcore show. So that was the first like I, I never really knew about hardcore, never knew much about hardcore. But mm-hmm. that was the first hardcore show I've ever been to. That was like in 2000 seven or 2008 i was a little kid man yeah yeah that's awesome um were you are were you ever a mosher or stage diver oh yeah man that's like the my favorite thing to do at hardcore shows you know <laughs> yeah for sure I, I i mean i'm a lot bigger now than i was so when i was a, like a youngster i used to just give it like a hundred percent when yep. i would <laughs> see like some of my favorite bands and I'll mosh every once in a while, I'll stage dive every once in a while, but I don't really like like the idea of getting hurt anymore. So yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I'll leave it up. I'll leave it up to the youngsters, man. Like the youngsters <laughs> go crazy for sure. What's your what's if you had to pick one? What's your favorite mosh move? My my favorite mosh move. Yeah. I, I'm man. I'm I feel bad to say this, but I'm kind of like a like an infamous crowd killer, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, but I could. But also, I'm like really big, but I could kick really high. Like I could kick like head height still. Yeah. And yeah, man. I just like to combine every sort of element of a limb moving <laughs> in a in a in a counterclockwise rotation. And That's right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's, That's what's just. Up. Uh, Sometimes I don't even know what's going on. The music just like <laughs> takes me somewhere I, like I'm not supposed to be, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean for sure. Yeah, I started doing like a mosh segment on the show a couple months ago and people really liked it. They're like, you got to ask everyone what their favorite mosh move is. <laughs> so I started doing that. Um, Dude, I, before we leave this topic, I've totally been um, doing like somersaults that don't land on my feet. I just like will somersault into people. And like, I just feel like a bowling ball, like, <laughs> like dropping bowling pins because typically everyone just falls over. It, it's funny, you know, everyone laughs. So yeah. I, I enjoy doing it. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> um yeah i was i was hitting like floor rolls for a while too just like like (laughs) side to side but like with a with like a yeah like a somersault tumble at the end just into the side of the pit (laughs) so sick yeah but i definitely feel you like i i i'm like a selective mosher now you know it's like a homies band or a band that i really loved and you know i can't really help it it's just kind of involuntary um i i get you i think it's funny too like um some people that don't know you or don't know like how you used to be in the past will be like how come that guy never moshes and then oh like this one band comes and plays i'm like oh yeah i i i see why he doesn't mosh like he only moshes soul search plays and they're like oh okay i get it (laughs) dude yeah (laughs) that's awesome um so was there any like specific like really influential um bands or records for you like when you were younger not specifically hardcore just just any you know because i think like most people you can look back on on music and listen to music and be like oh yeah there's those couple bands or or a couple records that like really meant a lot to me um so just wonder if you have any any of those um I think my like venture into alternative music, I, honestly, ev- I think everyone has the same answer. And the answer is Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> right? Yep. Oh, that's been said on this show many times, but it's I'm true. Gonna, I'll take it up a notch. I, I was like in the era of CDs. I was like buying CDs, right? My mom would come home with random CDs. Dude, yeah. And my... My form of media would be like listening to CDs that my mom brought home. She she used to work at Walmart, so she would just bring random CDs home. Dude, but um, my mom worked at Target, and she used to do the same thing. She, she I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why, but that's just what moms did. Dude, yeah, my mom worked at Target, <laughs> and she brought me home Offspring Americana. She brought me Dude. home like that Disturbed album when it came out because it was like really popular. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, same thing man i had a little boom box and i would just listen to cds and you know i i relate to that a lot uh, what i was gonna say was i um i bought me and my brother chose this cd to buy it was called rock against bush without like volume oh, yeah, two, i remember maybe. that Dude, that was like the pivoting point in like me wanting to discover alternative music because man like 
I just because I, I was like really big into Green Day, and who, like which kid wasn't yep. into Green Day, you know? I but I I heard some Green Day songs on there, and like I remember there was like a couple like a Less Than Jake song in there that. I really enjoyed listening to it was it was just cool to hear stuff not on the tony hawk soundtrack it was just yeah. like the expansion to to that you know for me yeah but um but yeah that pretty much um buying these like weird comp cds and and getting cds burnt from like homies like that was like my way into discovering new like alternative music you know Totally, yeah. Burning, burning CDs on Windows Media Player, man. That was the, <laughs> that was the move right there. <laughs> yep, yeah. No, I, I I relate to that a lot. Um, that's why I like always loved radio so much because I used to listen to the radio a lot, you know. And I remember mm-hmm. like I would wait for you know I listened to like, this station K Rock, which is like alternative rock. And I would just wait for them to play like, um, you know, like Warning by Green Day when that song came out. I like loved that song, but it was yeah. still a single, you know. And at that time, like you couldn't just go on Spotify and listen to the singles. Like you could only hear it when they played it on the radio or the video was on MTV or something. Right. Yeah. The videos on MTV and I remember Comcast On Demand. Like those were the two <laughs> yeah. really big things. Channel man. like 1987 or like some crazy yeah. channel number. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think about like when a band put out a single before streaming, you couldn't you couldn't listen to the single unless it was played on the radio or something. Right, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, so I wanted to transition back to Big Boy a little bit. So I think like the best way I I describe Big Boy to me is like just like a very wholesome um, band and like. If you just put everything together, um, like the pictures, you know, your art on the records, um, the voicemail that's on break. I think you told me in San Diego that that was your mom, right? Yeah, that was my mom. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that. I love that uh, sample, that voicemail. That, I love that part. Um, and then just like lyrically, it's just like straight up stuff that like I can relate to, you know, like... Um, and I just wanted to ask you, like, what have been some inspirations, like, lyrically behind some of the songs that you write? Yeah, um, I mean, I I don't really listen to much hardcore now. So the lyric, like, the lyrics, the style of lyrics that I'm doing, I guess, are, like, more so from, like, the other types of music that I listen to. Or, like, that the type of music I, I primarily listen to. But, um... I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't really like to, I, I, the fact that you say that, like, it, it, it relates to you a lot. My goal was to, like, kind of just use words and um, express, like, a feeling that maybe everyone can relate to. So, I, I know, like, some of hardcore or, like, hip-hop, for example, like, it's hard to relate to those lyrics, but you still feel some type of way about it. I, I wanted to, like, be able to express how i feel and people still enjoy how it sounds and have them also be able to like feel some type of way about it you know totally man i mean yeah i would say at least from my listening perspective you'd succeeded um i i feel like that's probably why so many people go crazy when you guys play because it's just like these like almost every song is just like an anthem you know (laughs) it's like an expression of like the struggle you know um I just love the intro on the um like the world's so bigger than me, you know what I mean? Just like oh, yeah. lines like that, like it just it just when you when I stop and think about, it, I'm like, yeah, it's that's true, and I feel that a lot, you know? Yeah, man, I, that, that's good to hear. I, I'm glad that you can you can take inspiration from that as well. Yeah, and break too. I think I feel that way at least once every day, if not more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I feel like I'm always wrong and I'm about to lose my mind. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I I mean, who who doesn't, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm glad, like, as simple as, like, I can put it and, like, articulate it, like, people still um, enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just the way that it, the way that it sounds, you know, the vocals and the music, it just all, it just all works together really well. Um, I agree, man. Okay, forgive me if I didn't figure this out, but what does F&S stand for? 
And it, there were a, a bunch of different definitions <laughs> okay. for for what it meant, but like like when I first came up with it, um, it was like coined like the fear nobody song. Oh, sick! That was just just because like the song is kind of about something like that, but we, you know, like it, it it's just it's just what it is. It's not supposed to be like a, a phrase. Like FNS is just like what the words are, like the letters yeah. together is what it means, you know. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that in that song. It's like, that's like the big boy song, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, <laughs> that's like the stomp, the, yeah. like the stomp coming anthem. Coming for you, coming for you. It's, that's, that it, song's so sick. It's so fun when you guys play that live, too. We just started recently playing that live. Like, I, I almost didn't like that song anymore, so we, we stopped playing it. But the guys convinced me otherwise, so I'm glad we started playing it again. Yeah, people like it. I mean, people definitely, you know, because it's short, you know, and like, yeah. it's like pretty easy. People probably know all the words to it. That's true. That's true. Um, So let's see. What time is it? Okay, we got like about eight minutes or so. Um, If you're just tuning in on radio, what's up? You're listening to Your Life in America. We're live on KZAA 96.5 FM. Um, If you're just tuning in, you can catch this show streaming at 6 30 um and like i said earlier i will finish the show by talking a little bit about the home run derby so if you want to join the show send me send me a dm at your life in america 96.5 fm i'll read it on the air and see uh your home run derby predictions for tonight um but so bay area so like hardcore in your area um i would say i think it's safe to say has blown up pretty big um since like post pandemic, you know, um, like rightly so. Um, I just, you know, kind of like being from there and being around there, like what's it been like to see just all the, you know, your friends bands and, and basically like going worldwide as like a very, a very strong force of hardcore, you know? Yeah. Um, it's been cool to watch, man. I, I never expected people to give the praise to this area because, you know, I'm from here are, and I, and I like spend most of my time here. So it just doesn't feel like as big as it is. But when we finally go out and we hear like everyone knows everything about this area, <laughs> it's yeah. it's kind of it's it's surreal to say the least you know and um yeah man like there's been a scene here forever you know there's like totally people, totally people people come new to come to san jose to play a decent show or have a decent outcome for a show so i've been going to shows here since i moved here and i just i just it, it's always been active but i think the the resurgence of like um hardcore enjoyers or observers has it, I, I don't know if it's a resurgence because it's it's a new set of people, but um, it's just interesting to see the growth because I don't think that it's been this big ever. Yeah. And and the fact that um, a lot of the bands that are being able to spread that word are from here is also like really cool. And it, it makes me proud to be a part of like this scene in particular. For sure. Yeah, it's it's I was kind of like when I was thinking about what to talk about, I was thinking like about your area and it's like yeah most people you think like who are the biggest most influential or most well-known bands in hardcore right now it's like drain tsunami and scowl are probably going to be at the top of that list you know sure um lights out though best bay one of the one of my favorite bands of all time one of the best bay area bands of all time for sure like <laughs> cool shout out <laughs> <laughs> um yeah oh ceremony too ceremonies yeah man yeah your life in america dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was trying i was gonna say trash talk man like no they're sacramento um that's close enough they yeah. would always play the bay you know yeah but yeah you said there's been a scene there for a long time just like thinking all the bands that i used to love from there um yeah yeah i'm glad you got that your life in america ceremony reference because most people don't get it <laughs> Dude, I mean, unless that was something else, like that's the only place no. I've ever heard it. <laughs> no, you got it. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I was when I started the show and everything. I was listening to the L-shaped man, um, that ceremony record a lot, and I just think yeah, man. Ross from Ceremony, like, just like as a college graduate, just everything. I just had like a lot of respect for him as a person, and just was inspired. So I was like. And I just was like listening to the album. I'm like, oh, that's a good name for something. <laughs> so yeah, man, that's cool though, because most people don't get it. Most people just think it's like some patriotic thing or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a cool, that's a cool reference, man. 
For sure. Um, so I wanted to ask you, uh, well, my opinion, Big Boy is the best, the best RBS band by a million miles. Just, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> Thanks, man. The only, Thank you. The only uh, RBS or Bay Area band I listen to regularly right now. So um, That's flattering, man. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, just like last thing, I just wanted to, oh, what's your favorite thing about living in San Jose? Dude, favorite thing about living in San Jose, man. Oh man, that's like that's like. Don't do this to me. Probably the food, the <laughs> the food we have here. But that's like the first thing that comes to mind. But just everything about San Jose, I love, man. Every interaction I have in San Jose is pleasant. Every person that has any curiosity about San Jose, and I get to explain to them like what it's like. I love doing. I just love everyone I've met in San Jose. I love all the shows that I've like been to in San Jose. I love, like, just being a part of, like, being in San Jose, being a part of the scene. I just I just love it here, man. Every time I leave, I think about the things in San Jose that I'm missing that I'm going to come back to when I get back. It's, it's great, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way about where I live, too. It's like when I'm gone, I think about, like, I have a really dope place to come back to, you know? Yeah, man. Um, okay, yeah, last thing, just, like, any shout-outs you want to give, uh, any bands, like, favorite current bands or favorite things you're listening to or bands for people to check out? Dude, man, shout-out. I mean, um, you guys already know the bands that we affiliate with, so I don't even want to, like, shout them out. <laughs> yeah. You guys should know. But shout-out, straight-up, shout-out Gaze Records from the East Coast, man. Those dudes are the reason why we i feel are are like getting to do more and more every time shout out days shout out bias for putting our first like physical releases out shout out dylan your life in america dude for having <laughs> me onto you. the show and um shout out to every single person that's supported us in any way possible and checked us out showed us love bought our t-shirts anything man i i just think the the support is immense and I, I can't be, uh, um, I can't, I don't know how else I can show my appreciation. You know, it's been, it's been awesome. That's what's up, man. Well, thank you for uh, taking the time to chop it up with me. Um, I appreciate it a lot. And uh, radio listeners, we've been talking to uh, Brandon from the band Big Boy out of uh, San Jose and uh, streaming listeners. You'll hear Brandon's rock block that we played on the radio. We'll play in just a second here. And um, yeah, man, I'll I'll uh, I'll be I'll be diving and singing along at Sound and Fury, but I'll come by and say what's up. Hell yeah, dude! Thank you, Dylan, man. Thank you for having me. I'll I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Have a good rest of your Monday night. Peace. You too, man. Take care. Peace. I don't owe you anything by the Smiths. Not like I was doing anything for the Cats Meow. Seabird by Innovations. The same by Illusion of Choice. There's nothing I can do about it by Mike James Kirkland. Every Day I Don't by Anna Domino and The Way I Feel Inside by The Zombies. Boats on stolen wine A knot was the first step You knew very well What was coming Come to you Just
So I handed you The short end of a deal Revenge was the only thing To cure my ills Now I need you so And I'm loving you more and more There's nothing I can do about it about myself and I just sat there and pretended to be deaf I didn't want to hear it baby I never heard the truth girl I must confess you really shot me down and when I did I sank into nothingness There's nothing I can do about it I started out To run my game on you Well you see baby I never intended to be true But for a girl I thought To be so naive the girl You sure turned around and made a Loving fool of me Oh, there's nothing, nothing I can do about it Just like the hunter got captured by the game There's nothing I can do about it, baby
Should I try to hide the way I feel inside my heart for you? Would you say that you would try to love me too? In your mind, could you ever be really close to me? I can tell the way you smile. If I feel that I could be certain, then I would say the things I want to say tonight. But till I can see that you'd really care for me, I will dream that someday you'll be really close to me. I can tell the way you smile. If I feel that I. Could be certain then I would say the things I want to say tonight. But till I can see that you'd really care for me, I'll keep trying to hide the way I feel inside. Thank、you